Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the scriptures. My Bible study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Verse 8, but Noah found grace in the eyes of God. Hallelujah. Here is a huge contrast to what's going on in the world. Just when you think all is lost, there's one person and one family who responds to God's grace. Notice it does not say Noah was perfect in his eyes. Notice it does not say Noah won favor. Noah earned favor, a word that translates into grace. This is the first time the word grace is even mentioned in the Bible. Amen. But this is not the first time grace has been demonstrated. We saw it with Adam and Eve. We saw it with Cain. God demonstrating his grace with Cain. Now we see it here with Noah. But note, grace is not found. Grace is not received. Grace is not won. God saw great wickedness. Here, Noah finds grace in God's eyes. We have a God who feels. We have a God who sees. We have a God who gives us his grace. Will you try to earn his grace today? Or will you simply receive it? If someone came to your house and had a plate of cookies, would you say, what do I got to do to get a cookie? Or would you say, they say, here, have a cookie. Thank you very much. Right? If it, it wasn't that God looked on Noah with grace and everyone else with condemnation. God looked at everyone with grace and mercy. It's just Noah found the grace. Praise God. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. That's something, that, that just touched somebody's heart right there. God was offering grace to everyone. Noah is the one who found grace. He later, you know, every other religion, other than, every other religion, every other philosophy, every other man-made thing says there are things we have to do. Good deeds, righteous acts, in order to earn God's blessings. Only Christianity says it's all about grace and nothing more, nothing less. Praise the Lord. Noah responded to the offer of God's grace by finding God's grace. And today, no matter how strong our strongholds are, God's grace is stronger. Amen? And all the remaining verses now, because we're almost out of time, all of the remaining verses go into detail on the instructions God gave to Noah on how to build the ark. And that is important because it had never been done before. It had to be one, this boat had to be 100% seaworthy. Amen? And I'm not going to take the time to, you know, uh, the read about it has to be this long, this high, this wide, you're going to do this and this and that, because... We can read that. The point, the reason those instructions are in the Bible is to show you the detail God showed Noah and required from Noah in building the ark. Okay? It had to be 100% seaworthy. I've seen reports that the ark would have been completely seaworthy and able to handle huge waves without breaking apart. 
I'm not even going to pretend that I know everything about ships and shipbuilding and all that. I don't. Okay? So I have to rely on experts who do know what it takes to have a seaworthy ship. The Ark was rated seaworthy. I mean, they've built miniature models and built huge waves, and that thing just rides it just so smooth. And from what I studied, the Ark was 100% seaworthy. It had to be because we're still talking about it today. Amen. But then it goes on to, or God goes on to tell Noah about how many animals would be on the boat and how to care for them and all of that. You know, it was not Noah's job to go into all the earth and find every animal. That wasn't his job. His job was to build the boat. His job was to care for the animals once they were on the boat. The job of getting the animals to the boat belonged to God. That was a miracle all in itself. I mean, you have lions and tigers and bears and snakes and everything else that normally they'd be feeding off each other. They came together in peace. Praise the Lord. God moved upon the animals to come to where Noah was at. All Noah had to do was keep the door to the ark open, and when the animals came up the ramp, guide them to their stalls. He didn't have to, you know, hook them with a, a noose and, and have a winch system trying to, you know, because these elephants didn't want to go on the ark. No. He, he didn't have to wrestle with the bears to get them into their stalls. God moved on the animals to bring them to Noah, walk up the ramp. Noah's like, oh, Mr. Bear, you're up on the second level. Mr. Elephant, you're down here on the bottom. Come over this way. God is the one who brought them to Noah. His job, Noah's job, was to prepare the food storage and to gather all of that up. You know, and then the Bible talks about some animals were in sevens and others were in twos. Why? Why the difference? Well, if you notice... The ones in twos were basically considered unclean animals later on. Okay, But why seven? I mean, if it's two by two in order to repopulate the earth with these animals, why seven? Why not just six? Why did there have to be seven? Well, one seven is God's perfect number. But the main reason is, and you can read this, and we'll get into this as we get through it, because... Each one each of the clean animals was going to be given as an offering to God after they left the ark. And that would still leave three pairs of clean animals, six clean animals to repopulate the earth. So this would allow them to mate and begin repopulating the earth once everything was done. Now, down in verse 22. <laughs> Let's read this. Thus did Noah according to all that God commanded him, so did he. The building of the ark was Noah's life work. During the hundred plus years or so experts say it took to build the ark, Noah faced daily persecution. He would have been ridiculed. He'd have been made fun of. He relied on God through it all to guide him in the building of the ship. He relied on God for provision for his family while he worked on this project. He relied on God in finding all of the materials he was going to need. He relied on God to bring the animals to him. In the end, 
is recorded right here in verse 22, chapter 6, verse 22. Thus did Noah according to all that God commanded him. Everything God commanded Noah to do, he did. Hallelujah. Well, <laughs> what will the book read about your life? When someone reads the book of your life in heaven, will it say, and John or Mary and Sally or Ken or Bob Thibodeau accomplished all that God told him? Will that be your crowning achievement and testimony? If not, why not? You need to repent and find God's grace right now. Next time, we're going to look at the flood itself. Till then, this Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.